0: You are now listening to wave a sound. Welcome to episode 74 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members on the subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com.
1: In a world that entices us to browse through the lives of others to help us better determine how we feel about ourselves... And two, in turn, feel the need to be constantly visible. For visibility these days seems to somehow equate to success. Do not be afraid to disappear from it, from us, for a while and see what comes to you in the silence.
0: Back for another episode of Versus Mike History, peace family. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is staying safe and doing what they need to do to prosper and move themselves forward in life. Um, it's been quite a week of shenanigans and uh, happenings in in the news and in the culture, quote unquote. And you know, here to talk about a few things and talk about some good things and some. Other messy things. Um, All in all, fall is here. Virgo season is almost over. Libra season is on the horizon. And, yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said about that. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. Now, as always, we got to leave with love. And I want to give a shout out to the homie Rob of Stylistic Science, who recently hooked me up with a pair of signature slides from the brand. Um, They are fire and they're cozy. So I just want to give a shout out to him. And just remember, support your homies. Keep that black dollar circulating in the community. And uh, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get into our black spotlight by focusing on Buy Sherry, the Jamaican jewelry brand that took off with the help of Michelle Obama. And I'm getting this from Travel Noir, so bear with me. By Sherry Jewelry was founded by Jamaican immigrant Sherry Cuthbert in 2012 and nearly 10 years later after starting her brand took off with the help of former First Lady Michelle Obama. In 2020, the former First Lady wore the iconic 14 karat gold vote necklace in her speech during the Democratic National Convention, which was designed by Cuthbert herself. Nearly 10 years since launching the affordable jewelry line with reportedly only $100, she has managed to grow her brand into more than $2 million a year in sales with a massive following on social media. So shout out to this black woman who has grown her business into a multimillion dollar conglomerate and um, got the help of none other than the former first lady of the United States, Michelle Obama. That's pretty dope. Shout out to, that. Shout out to her and let's go ahead and move forward. All right, let's go ahead and get into our topics for the week, and I want to go ahead and start with Gunna and how he opened a free grocery store in his former middle school with Gutter founder Jasmine Crow. And I'm getting this from Afrotech, so bear with me. It was not a typical school day for the students attending McNair Middle School Thursday afternoon as Atlanta rapper Gunna made a surprise appearance to share exciting news. Thanks to him and Gooder founder Jasmine Crow, over 900 students at his childhood school will now have access to an exclusive grocery and clothing store, Gunner's Drip Closet, in which every item will be available free of charge. He's providing a way of life for these families, and this is something that is legendary, Crow said to CBS 46. I don't think anything like this has been done before in the city of Atlanta. In addition to support from heavy hitter Gunna, the closet will, was built. In three days, thanks to additional help from Foot Locker and Reebok and of course Gooder. As Afrotech previously reported, these food waste startup re- reroute meals from cafeterias and restaurants to provide meals for those in need. Families can select food, clothing, and hygiene products through Gooder's application and website. Plus, all products will be restocked weekly. So this is a absolutely wonderful initiative that Gunna is spearheading. In his uh, childhood middle school And I think it's dope Because um, not only have we not seen it in Atlanta But we haven't seen it anywhere And uh, you know it's just just dope That people from People are giving back to their neighborhoods And you know recognizing That those places of education Are important for people to Grow in the future Because you know Got a lot of kids But yeah let's go ahead and move forward all right, next up, I have RZA and Violife award $100,000 to five Black-owned restaurants to make plant-based eating more accessible. And I'm also getting this from Afrotech. Living a plant-based lifestyle is becoming more popular, and life's new program, backed by Wu-Tang's RZA, is set to help the growing community. While the plant-based market grows, Black-owned restaurants have hit losses during the pandemic. According to a press release, Violife launched its annual plant grants program to help these restaurants give everyone, vegans, flexitarians, And the other plant curious alike, an easy and inspired way to eat more plant based food every day. The vegan cheese brand selected five recipients to receive funding of twenty thousand dollars each with the plant with the twenty twenty one plant grants program. We we're tackling plant based food and equity head on by empowering black owned restaurants to offer more plant based dishes to their communities, dishes that will delight customers and keep them coming back for more. Lisa Aki, head of Away From Home Marketing for Violife, said in a statement. As a vegan himself, Riza aligned with Violife's mission towards more plant-based food accessibility and hopped on board with their initiative. Um, I think that this is dope. Um, I think that it's important that Black-owned restaurants have more plant-based dishes on their menu. You know, um, it's important that we are... Uh, reaching out to all communities and recognizing that, you know, people's diets aren't all the same across all black communities in general. Um, and yeah, I think this is important. I thought it was cool. So I want to talk about it. OK, so the Emmys aired this past Sunday and there were a lot of snubs for black creators, directors and writers. But Michaela Cole did happen to become the first black woman to win an Emmy for a limited series. Uh, And I'm getting this from Shadow and Act, so bear with me. Despite the Sunday evenings, Emmys lacking color with literally no black or people of color performers awarded for their work. There was a silver lining in the fact that Michaela Cole won her first Emmy. She became the first black woman to win an Emmy for writing for a limited or anthology series or movie. Cole told creators in her acceptance speech to undoubtedly, uh, which was undoubtedly the best of the night, write the tale that scares you, that makes you feel Uncertain that isn't comfortable. Uh, the critically acclaimed "I May Destroy You" was described by the HBO as a fearless, frank, and provocative half-hour series exploring the question of sexual consent and where in the new landscape of dating and relationships the distinction between liberation ex- and exploitation lies. It's set in London, where the gratification is only an app away. The story centers on Arabella Cole arabella who is cole's character a carefree self-assured londoner with a group of great friends a boyfriend in italy and a burgeoning uh writing career so go check out i may destroy you that's on hbo max congratulations to cole and um yeah rooting for everybody black here so we're gonna keep it moving all right next up i have here the atlanta black travel expo will be postponed until june 2022 and i'm getting this from travel noir so bear with me The Black Travel Expo will be postponed until next June. The decision to delay the Expo until the summer was made based upon the continuing rise in new COVID-19 cases attributed to the Delta variant. In consideration of the health and safety of our participants, we have made the decision to postpone the BTE scheduled for October 14th through 17th, 2021 at the Atlanta Marriott Marquis. Maurice Foley, founder and CEO of Black Travel Expo, said in a press release. The Expo will now be held June 2nd to 5th, 2022. Individuals who have already purchased early bird Expo passes and passes for the awards brunch will have their passes honored for the new dates. An updated link for a hotel reservation will soon be made available on the Black Travel Expo website. Um, I wanted to say that here because, you know, um, I was actually really looking forward to this and I wanted to make some time to uh, make it out to that event and now that it's being pushed to June, uh, even though it's kind of far from right now, am still looking forward to that. And it's going to be really cool weather. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, I wanted to take some time to talk about a few things that were swirling around in the news. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to talk about the Nicki Minaj situation. Because that happened shortly after I recorded last week. And I didn't think that it would be something that lasted throughout the entire week. But here we are. So, Nicki Minaj tweeted last Monday that, you know, her cousin uh, got the vaccine. And it made his balls swollen. And it ruined his relationship. And yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> this tweet... um Ultimately went viral and caused a spur of um, media outlets and governments to, you know, refute the claims and you know, come out with research proving, disproving um, why this all, why this wouldn't be the case and all of these things. And you know, it's a very important example of. People who have large platforms spreading misinformation. Uh, I don't know why. There are a lot of rumors and stuff surrounding why Nicki Minaj chose to send that tweet out at that specific time. And I won't get into all of that. But it is really um, telling to see how strategic people choose to use their platforms um, once they have... uh, you know millions and millions and millions of people behind them to you know support whatever claim they may feel like uh stating at any given moment uh i think that social media it's time for social media and the government to well i think it's time for the government to update its laws regarding um how people use uh their voice on social media and how uh platforms with a certain amount of followers have to use um, how responsible they are for the things that they put out. Because, you know, um, following her tweets, you know, she had fans outside of, I think, the Justice Department uh, or the CDC. Or, you know, man, like, it's just it's just crazy. It's, it's nuts. And I feel like um, even though my thoughts aren't completely coherent that are coming out right now, I do think that there needs to be some sort of overhaul of, um, you know, how larger platforms on social media uh, use get to use their platform. You know, uh, once you get to a certain point of like five million, 10 million, it's like, yo, you're reaching a very large demographic of people. And even though these platforms have the power to not to stifle how many people they actually get to of those followers, um, it's still a very large amount and it's still an alarming amount. So, um, I thought that I should speak on it because it was, uh, very spooky and, um, you know, it was just a a good example of, you know, not following behind people just because they have large followings and, and things of that nature. Um, and yeah. I want to move on to talk about some other things as well. I want to talk about this whole Karen civil situation, and I'm not gonna stay on this for long because you guys know that this is pretty much a drama free platform. But um, it is important to to speak on this situation because this is the situation. This is the scenario of a uh, blogger influencer using uh their platform to gain monetary gain uh based off of someone else's talent and you know it isn't right that people get to say that oh if you give me money that i'll give you the exposure that you'll need to get to this level in your career because it's just not true you know it, it it's hard work every single time i know people hate to hear it but it's the truth you know people hate to hear the truth Um, and it's just, I feel like I should speak on it because, um, we're, we're moving into a time where transparency is at an all time high where, you know, privacy is at an all time low and, um, you know, the truth of people's business practices and the truth of how people move and how they choose to act is finally coming to light, and um you know no matter how successful you may seem to be on the outside um the truth about how y- you move uh business wise and how you treat people will always come to light, and I want people to just keep that in mind while going through their journeys and um you know living the lives that they choose to live and uh yeah i'll I'll leave it at that alrighty, let's go ahead and get into some new music. So, I actually did get a chance to check out some new music that came out over the weekend. And um, I got to hear the new Tim's EP, If Orange Was a Place. Uh, That EP is absolutely amazing. I've been loving everything that she's been doing ever since I've heard her for the first time on Essence. And, um, you know, I'm a fan. I'm just waiting for the tour so I can get the tickets now. Uh, Kyle Dion, he drops off Sassy. I have not heard that yet. Uh, but I have heard Untreated Trauma by Mozzie. That is a pretty dope project that he put out. Um, yeah. Uh, Vito drops off 1320. I have not heard that Lil Nas X drops off Montero. Um, you know, I'll speak on Lil Nas X for just a moment and speak about how, you know, this kid has so much heart and so much courage to promote himself and market himself in the way that he is because uh it receives so much backlash and he could simply not do that and simply you know um do the cookie cutter rapper image and be successful um but you know he chooses to go down the path of of um most restraint and You know, i got to respect the kid, man. Uh, For all the people that, you know, disagree with what he's doing or, you know, it doesn't follow your core values, you know, just you don't have to feed into it. It's not if it's not your thing, then it's not your thing. But, you know, to tear down a, a young black man who was trying to make a successful career for himself is not the way to go about it. I and mean, that's just that. Now, in terms of singles, we have her, Lil Baby, and Lil Dirk with Find Way. Uh, Summer Walker assists Sam Smith with You Will Be Found. Ian Dior and Lil Uzi Vert have V12. Kaylani drops off Alter. Kitty Cash and Kiana Lede have Just Fine. Lakia, T. Grizzly, and DJ Drama have 313, uh, 414. D. Smoke and Sir have Common Sense. And that's pretty much all I see here. Time to get into some movies and television. Okay. um, I want to start with Wu-Tang season two. Because Wu-Tang has stepped it completely up this season. Um, the first three episodes, I feel like I talked about it last week. I can't remember. But if I didn't. They were amazing, absolutely astounding. Episode four dropped this past week. It was fantastic. It's bringing this story together, uh, quite neatly, and um, you know the acting is really good. The acting is really good. It's very entertaining. Um, Bmf season one is on the way. I'm ev- I'm very excited for that. That has not dropped yet. I just wanted to talk about um, that being on the horizon. Raising Canaan is almost over. I have not seen any of it yet. Um, so I'll circle back around for that on the podcast a little bit later. But as Raising Canaan ends, Power Book 2 Ghost is set to return soon. And I did see the first season of that and I actually enjoy that. So I'm looking forward to the second season. Um, What If came out This past week as well Um That surrounded Killmonger And Tony Stark Uh The story was really dope I think that if it were Uh a live action film It probably would have been One of It would have changed a lot of the MCU But you know it would have been Definitely one of Marvel's more entertaining films Uh and yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I thought I had more this week, but I guess I don't. So that's pretty much all I got, and um, that's where I'll leave it. So as always, send topics, questions, and music and movie suggestions. Follow the podcast on Twitter at vs Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app at versus Mike History. Follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at last name History. And this week's sound selection comes from Thames, and it is entitled. Give me a second. I got it. It's called Found, featuring Brent Fias. So as always, stay beautiful and stay black, people. More music on TrendyBeats.com.
1: I feel like I'm done and don't know where to run People always trying to take a bite out of my mind If you need a fight Maybe we could start I feel
0: Music on TrendyBeats.com